welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hello. And Mike Ozibovich. Hi. And today we are going to do our hater episode. Uh, guys that we just simply do not like. Doesn't mean they're bad. Doesn't mean that they will not produce this year. Guys that we just don't want on our roster, that we just don't believe in, uh, where most people do. You know, their ADP is going to suggest that, suggest that, you know, they're going to go higher than we would take them. And like all the guys I'm going to mention, I'd pretty much just literally scratch off my list in any kind of restart league. Um, again, I mean, most of the guys I'm going to mention, I just don't really believe in, and I don't think they're that great. Uh, a couple of them, you know, they, they might produce. It's just, again, gambles that I don't want to risk on. If they're, if they're guys on your team already, and I'm not saying trading them away. Um, I'm not right all the time, just most of the time. So, uh, these are guys that I hate and hate's a strong word. Is this for a uh, dynasty format or is this for just uh, redraft leagues? All of the above. Well, I okay. mean, in Dynasty, you know, that's where we're going to stick with Dynasty. But, yeah, these are, I mean, when, when we do our redraft episode show, I mean, there's tons of guys. I just literally, I, I go down that list and I cross them right off my list. So, um, you know, right out, right out the gate, I'll say, and I wrote an article on this guy, wrote an article on this guy. You can check it out on DynastyNerd.com. It's entitled Cobb Snob, and that's Randall Cobb. Um, again, it's not somebody that said, you know, it's more along, along the lines where Randall Cobb gets drafted. You know, I know Mike, Matt and I did uh, a new startup for that Dynasty World Championship for Fantasy Football Toolbox, and we saw Cobb go in the first round. Yeah, crazy. Mind blown. Mind blown. I mean, Cobb right now has an ADP of 14. You know, so he's right there in a high second round. And he goes ahead of guys of Keenan Allen, Antonio Brown, Jordy Nelson, Sammy Watkins, all guys I love about, you know, ahead of Cobb. You know, Cobb's never had a 1,000-yard season. Uh he is only 5'10", 182, and he's mostly all upside. I mean, he's on the same team as Jordy Nelson, who he goes ahead of, who has two 1,200-plus-yard seasons in the last three years. Uh, he's a free agent after this year. And, again, I hear all the talks that they are leaning towards signing Nelson over Cobb. So, and it's just funny, like, everybody would take Cobb way higher than Nelson. Now, okay, maybe not way higher, but ahead of Nelson, who, you know, if Nelson sticks in Green Bay, and Cobb leaves, I mean, who would you guys rather have, Cobb or Nelson? Whoever's staying in Green Bay is whoever I want. I mean, just playing playing with Aaron Rodgers is a bonus. I mean, I I see Nelson as more of a wide receiver, like typical wide receiver one, so I think I'd rather have him. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, yeah, so you classify him as wide receiver one. I classify Nelson as a wide receiver one. I classify Cobb as like a high upside wide receiver two. Yeah, that's how um, I see it. And again, I mean, Upside, upside, upside. I mean, I don't like, again, I like upside just as much as Matt, because this is coming from the same guy that loves Monty Ball and thinks he's going to be a top five or, you know, running back this year, and I have nothing to base that on and stuff for the end of the year stats. You know, Cobb's got injuries. Um, again, never had the 1,000-yard season, which isn't, you know, the end of the world. My biggest thing with him is, again, he, I, I, I see him highly leaving, likely leaving Green Bay. You know, them getting Devontae Adams uh, this year. In the draft, I like him as well. Um, so, Cobb, I just don't, I don't see it. You guys, what do you guys, what are your guys' thoughts on Cobb? Quickly, that's my, what, my, that's one of my number one haters. I don't, I mean, I don't hate the guy. I just don't like you were saying. I don't see him as a wide receiver one. That I don't know how he does. 
Yeah, and he's just the guy, like, just for me. I, I guess I just, for him, I'm just a no opinion. I never go out and, like, target him in my redraft leagues or anything like that. I, if he's there, cool. If not, I'm not dying to have him. Yeah, he's somebody I scratch off my list. Um, and again, I mean, at 14, you know, an ADP of 14, that high. I mean, I think that's, way yeah, I think that's way, way higher than I would take him. Do you guys like Keenan Allen ahead of Cobb? Like, I do for Dynasty yes, for sure. For Dynasty, uh, suck Dynasty. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Matt, yeah, yes. Do you guys like Antonio Brown ahead of Randall Cobb, Matt? Um, no. You are an Antonio Brown hater, though. And Antonio Brown is on my hater list. <laughs> I I don't either. I I'd rather have Cobb. Yeah, see, I'd rather have Antonio Brown and his hundred yard receptions a year. Okay, Sammy Watkins, Matt. I like Sammy Watkins more than me. Also, and Jordy Nelson. Yes, Jordan. Yeah, um, they're like equal Close to me. To you. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, those are all guys that you know that we have ahead of there, and there might be even a couple more for you guys. Those are just guys that I like ahead of them. So yeah, Cobb, again, a good guy to have probably on your roster, but again, where his value is, uh, it's just it, it's all based on upside, man. And I'm just I'm not all, I'm just not I'm just not on that train. Uh, who do you got on your list, Matt? Who do you got of uh somebody that you hate? Which is such a strong mean it is word. Such a strong mean <laughs> but word. This is the hater episode. This is it. Uh, I the number one guy on my list is Mike Wallace. I think hate him. <laughs> I don't like him. I just don't like him. I didn't like him when he was in, with the Steelers, but as soon as he left, he really lost a ton of value. So yeah, I totally hated it. And, uh, yeah, I I don't have like a you know long drawn out reason to hate him. I just don't like him. I don't. Yeah, because he's not good. He's overpaid. He's and... overpaid, and he and he underproduces. So right. Like, I think I'd rather have Brian Hartline. He may... Yeah, I mean Wallace. To me, when I anytime when somebody mentions Mike Wallace, he's again he's somebody that's always been on my, you know, any kind of list. He gets scratched off immediately. Right. Um, he's not on my hater episode list, but he very well could have been. Uh, because to me, it was just again he's somebody that got paid in my eyes. That kind of said, "Up, oh, I got paid." Um, always a one trick pony. You yeah, know, he's just a go long guy. Yeah, close your eyes for five seconds, run as fast as you can, and then open them and catch the ball, kind of guy. Um, and you know, I think he'll, you know, I think do I think he'll do better this year than last year? Yeah, but that's that's not hard to really approve on. Um, Wallace is just one of those guys. Again, I just I don't want on any, no matter what kind of form of fantasy football I'm playing, I do not want Wallace on my roster. And it, I mean, he doesn't even match. But his quarterback doesn't throw a good long ball. He balls, and that's. What he does is he falls a deep threat. Just doesn't match up. All right, Mike, who, who, give, me, give me a guy, Mike. C.J. Spiller, just not a fan. I don't know. It just seems overvalued all the time. He's hurt a lot. I'm Buffalo. I don't know. I don't know why. I guess I don't have a really uh, well, I mean, great he's, reason. He's all the time. Yeah, that's my number one reason. And he's he just seems Buffalo. like he's always overvalued where I feel like some guys that go after him, and like especially in my redraft leagues. I was like, ah, I, I would just, I don't know. There's other guys I would take that go in his his range. Yeah, if you get on DynastyNerds.com, uh, Tommy uh, Zrim just posted the results of, he just did a re, he just did a startup Dynasty League uh, that he started up. He's running uh, some reviews on him, his opinion. And as that draft was going along, he sent me a text and said, hey, here's the draft so far. What do you think? How's it, you know, how's it going? And the first thing I saw, the first response was, he took Spiller in the third round. And I was like, man, I like your team, but I don't like that Spiller pick. You know, it just, he's just, again, one of those guys, too, I just feel like is just overvalued. I, and I agree with you, like, or, is he explosive? Yes. Uh, can he put up huge games? Yes. Can you count on him? Not at all. 
Um, and it's not even the point, like, what's worrisome about him, like, which I like that opinion is, not can you only not count on him because of injury? You can't even count on him on the games he does play sometimes because he is, he can be hit and miss. You oh, know? yeah, boom or bust guy. Yeah, and, th- and those are the kind of guys, like, you know, like the Mike Wallace, you know, uh, and the CJ Spillers, guys like that yeah, you put in your roster. And yes, you know, they could put up a 30 point game for you because they're going to have, you know, over 100 yards. And most of those come on big plays, but at the same time, they're going to get this, you know, three point games, four point games. And guys like that, that aren't consistent. And, and granted, it is hard to get a lineup full of consistent contributors, but that should be your number one goal is to get somebody that's, you know, take names like CJ Spillers and Mike Wallace's and flipping for guys that are more consistent that's going to put up numbers for you because, you know, yeah, you can get by with that occasional miss in the you know during the regular season, but when the playoffs come along, you have a CJ Spiller and Mike Wallace in your lineup, who are two solid names, and then they both go the goose egg, and then you're out, you're out, you know. And meanwhile, you were the you led your league in points, you're the number one seed, and boom, you're out of there. Um, so Spiller, yeah, I mean, I, I like that Spiller pick as well. Yeah, injury like things that really bug me about guys, and especially when they build up, like one time is our like injuries bother me about guys, I instantly get turned off or guys that just get like overhyped way too fast and way too early though those two things like Christine like, Michael right now yeah kind of what has he ever done and he's super hyped right now super hyped I mean you can like get, I just like the value you can get on Christine Michael right now is through the roof like every time I hear like his name I kind of just like in my head roll my eyes I'm like eh, let me just wait until I see something you know I mean it's like sh- sure like all the hype you know, him coming in sounded awesome, but it's like, hey, he didn't even really get on the field last year. So Yeah, uh, I mean, I do I like Christine Muckle? Yeah, I took him in one of my dynasty leagues in the first round uh, last year, too. But at the same time, if somebody was offering me something, you know, like I see some of these trades go go through, and, you know, when I see people are getting for Christine Michael, I'm like, man, I wish somebody had offered me that for Christine Michael because, again, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of these people are, like, people do that in dynasty. They'll get ahead of themselves. It's like a really bad thing to do is build your roster on hype and just you. I'm like, oh, dude, my team in three years from now is going to be awesome. Right, you got to have that consistency. Man. Yeah. You're not trying to win in three years. You're trying to win every single year. You're not trying right. to win in three years. You're trying to win. And, you know. Especially with running backs, man. If you're waiting, I mean, dude, that, that time may never come. Exactly. And that all these guys are going to pan out. Some of these guys are going to be misses. I saw. For example, in that same in that uh, world championship dynasty league, one guy just took all young guys. Yeah, it's crazy. It's just all it's all rookie receivers. All and he's like, oh, my team's gonna be. It's like, yeah, he's probably saying, I don't know the team, but I can see a guy doing that. And in his head, he's like, oh man, in three or four years, my team's gonna be sweet. Well, you know what? That three or four years is never gonna happen. Yeah, and at least a qu- minimum a quarter of those guys are just gonna be complete bust out, no matter what, or replaced by yeah. you know. I mean, look back at your first round rookie drafts and see how many of those guys really pan out. Not not even to be superstars, just to be contributors in your starting lineup. I mean, that's hard to come by. Yeah, how, four or five out of 12 or whatever usually end up, you know, just guessing. Well, yeah, and there's but. only a handful of superstars even to begin with. Uh, like, for here's another guy, for example. Uh, came on, my, another guy on my list is Doug Martin. Uh, just somebody I, I, just somebody I do not want on my team at all. You know, the Buccaneers took Sims in the top 70 this year, and they made it clear, you know, offensive corner Joe Tedford made it clear that he likes running back by committees. And, you know, Doug Martin has an ADP right now of 22. So people are taking him to be their number one running back in a lot of spots. And I know he had a torn labrum last year, uh, and he was, you know, he was dinged up. But in 2013, he, he played six games. 
he only had 150, 456 yards with 3.6 yard per carry. He only had 100 yard plus game. He only had one touchdown, which came in week week one. And I know he, you know, in week five he tore his labrum, but in you know those last two games he had 16 and 11 carries and he averaged 4.2 yards per carry. But you know the week before that in week four he played Arizona, he got 27 carries for 45 yards. He averaged 1.7 yards per carry. Now, does this say Doug Martin's a bust? But you know just because the guy came in his rookie year and ran for 1400 plus yards doesn't mean anything to me. I mean. Okay, I don't want to say it doesn't mean anything. You're like, wow, yeah, he's, he's set up for success. But he came in the next year, and yeah, he got hurt. But before he got hurt, he still didn't really do a whole lot. Uh, he was a complete bust out for the entire year. And, you know, I can, at the same time, I can mention a guy like Steve Slayton who came in and had a really good year and never hurt again. Do I think yeah, Doug right. Martin, what, Steve Slayton? Yeah. No. Uh. But when you're taking a guy at 22 and ADP that has all these question marks, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not buying you know, I'm not, I'm not at all. I, and, and honestly, if I was a Doug Martin seller, uh, owner, I'd be a seller because I know I can get, you know, with an ADP of 22, a second round pick in a startup league, I know I can get really great value for this guy. And again, I was, I was a big fan of Charles Sims coming out of college and everything I'm hearing coming out of, you know, Tampa Bay makes me even just as big as fan. And I know, I know Doug Martin's still going to be the number one there. I'm not saying he's not going to be, but I just think where people are valuing him, they're going to be grossly disappointed by the production they get. They really will. And their best bet's going to be hoping for him. I think it's going to be touchdowns. I'm uh, not off the bandwagon yet on Doug Martin. I, I don't, like, love him or anything like that. But this, for him and me, like, on a relationship basis, this is make or break year. I still think he could be good again. Mm-hmm. I don't hate him. Like, you know, how you're anti. I'm, eh, he's got one more year. I'm not going to let that injury last year stop it. I mean... Th- the Bucks running backs did pretty well, um, you know, replacing yeah, him. Yeah, James so, came in last year in that one game before he broke his ankle, and he, he was averaging like six yards a carry. Right. He couldn't even do that in college. But, yeah, <laughs> and that, but at the same time, and I know Tim Bay has a worrisome line, that kind of worries me a little bit too about Doug Martin because, like, okay, all these other guys can come in and do well. What does that say about Doug Martin? Is he really, really good, or is he a product of the system at the same time? Now, he was a first-round pick, and that, which just says a lot as well. And I, again, I like Doug Martin. I don't like where he's, for example, he has an ADP of 22. Monty Ball has an ADP, ADP, ADP of 25. And I think Monty Ball, in my eyes, is like a late first-round pick, early second-round pick in a dynasty startup. Again, that's just me, and I, I differ than most on that category. But at the same time, you have DeMarco Murray that goes after him, and you have somebody like Carlos Hyde that goes at 55. This, again, I mean, I'd rather, right there at 22, I'm taking an elite wide receiver, or I'd even take somebody like Rob Gronkowski, not maybe not close to that high but ahead of somebody like doug martin if you got like for example like a close comparison for drafting wise would be like doug martin and monty ball mm-hmm. like monty ball seems like he's got the higher ceiling like maybe if you look at rankings like for mine i have doug martin like right ahead of monty ball but if i was drafting i would take monty ball so obviously i got to redo my rankings only because of the ceiling seems like uh, he's to gonna be rankings. i do we need to redo them <laughs> um because of the ceilings there and i i feel like Doug Martin probably is n- not going to be as good as Moneyball. Yeah, I mean, if we did, I mean, like last week, if you listened to last week's episode, and thanks for all the people that did, it was one of our top downloaded episodes ever of our sleepers under the radar guys. Uh, I feel like, now he's not under the radar at all, but like, it's, again, Moneyball, and I'm thinking, I could kind of, if I went and go in depth with that, back Moneyball up on the stats, his yards per carry at the end of the game, uh, at the last quarter of the season everything, but I think Ball, something like Ball, 
and my prediction, and I'd put my I'd put my you know my name on it, saying that he'd be he's after this year in Denver, he's gonna be a first round pick, uh, in dynasty startups and in redraft leagues after this year, he'll be a top six pick. Again, that's that's kind of going out on a limb, but that's my prediction. You love yourself to Monte. I think he's gonna be. I know you didn't like him going out of college at all nope. in Wisconsin, but I'm a big fan. Um, but again, I mean, even somebody like in a startup, I'd rather go to Marco Murray. I would, I, see, I would definitely go to Marco Murray. See, he's a he's a hater for me, man. Uh, I don't yeah. like him. I don't yeah. know why. I just every time I just I don't like that guy. Not really sure. I just injuries, the injuries, the injuries. Like because yeah, the other guys, every time I look at my list, I'm like at. DeMarco Murray, Rob Gronkowski. I just think like, guys are just are unreliable, man. And you have to draft them way too high. And to be unreliable bugs the crap out of me. I don't know why. He's really good when he's in there, though. Right. And this he year, catches passes. When he's in there. Well, this year with Scott Linehan, I mean, yeah. he's going to do, do really well. Probably have 60 catches this year uh, coming out of the backfield. Yeah, which is all good signs pointing towards uh, DeMarco Murray having a really good year. But then again, that might inflate. But Murray's young too, and he's playing for a contract. Right. So, yeah. uh, I like the Marco Murray. So yeah, but that's I mean Doug Martin again. He's just somebody that I just I'm I'd be a seller on, and you know if he comes back this year and bounces back, puts up few numbers, you know, pie in my face. But at the same time, I don't see it happening. I, I the way they talk about Sims is like the way they love like Fort, like they're they're doing everything they can to give Sims this hype, and you know having Fort Lovey Smith having Forte in Chicago. Uh, I see Sims really in that mode, you know, at six foot and, and catch the ball really well. And that's, a, that's something they're going to really want to do uh, in Tampa Bay, I think. Who do you got, Matt? Who's another guy that you're uh, not a huge fan of and uh, president of the anti-blank fan club? I, I mean, I've got a bunch here, but uh, I guess the, the next one on my list from the top would be Chris John. I have him on my list yeah, as well. I, I know you did. Um, just never been a fan. I mean, he had that one huge year. And then after that, I mean, he's had, I guess, a couple of pretty good years. But now, I mean, not, lately he's just been pretty bad. And, you know, he blames his offensive line all the time when he had bad games. I just don't like players like that. Yeah, he seems like a loser. Yeah. I don't like him. He screwed me twice in my redraft league. Because thinking that, like, maybe it was like two years after his big, you know, his big year, I was like, oh, he, he's, he's going to come back. And I remember two years in a row, I and then uh, two years or two out of three years, I used him, like, in my you know, the end of the first round or early second. He sucks, dude. I don't like him, man. He does suck. Just man. disappointment. I, and it just, he ruined I mean, two of my season. For a guy, and this is, which is crazy because this is a guy in six years, he's never had under a thousand yards. He's, he's played 16 games every single year. His rookie year, he played in 2008, he played 15 games, but every single year he's played 16 games. Now close, you know, in 2011, 2013, he had 1,047 and 1,077. Uh, yards, so he was flirting with that. But again, I mean, a thousand yards nowadays—that's it ain't nothing. You yeah, know, and that's nothing. You know, it's like eighty yards a game. It's not even. It's like sixty. Something. Yeah, it's sixty-seven or sixty-six point seven. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a. I mean, he's only twenty-eight. He's going to New York, which they're probably going to run the ball a lot too. But you know, I'm, I'm with you, man. I just, I've never liked him. I know. I feel like if you're starting Chris Johnson at running back, you have running back problems. Yeah, where you have to get him, you know, it's just not worth. Yeah, I mean, he has an ADP right now of 114. I mean, guys that go after him, are that I like in Dynasty format, well, pretty much for me, he's off my list. Pretty yeah, much off my everybody. List. But guys that I really like, like if you're going to take an older running back, give me Pierre Thomas. You know, if you're, you know, give me Steven Jackson or MJD, who I'm not even huge fans of, but I'd rather have them on my team 
than him. Or even somebody like a Charles Sims that we just talked about in Tampa Bay. Give me him over Chris Johnson, who's going to catch the ball. Uh, you know, obviously PPR leagues are different than, you know, standard leagues, and Chris Johnson value might be a little bit different. But again, I mean, he's going to New York, and he's going to be the starter. But you still got Chris Ivory there. You still got Bilal Powell there. Uh, they have, uh, who else did that? Who? I just picked up Daryl Richardson. Oh, yeah. A whole bunch of names. It's like, uh, New York. They're running back situation. A big whoa. Hate it. They'll be, they'll be drafting one next year. Yeah, hate the whole hate the whole backfield. I think Chris Johnson is going to be a huge disappointment. I mean, he's always got an excuse of why he's doing bad, and I just think it's he's got that paycheck and he's like, up, oh, you know, made it. Yeah, I think got he's it. just he's a speed back and lost a half step and not to be able to do the things he used to be able to. He's like the Mike Wallace running back. He really is. <laughs> what he is. Yeah, Chris Johnson. Nobody's a big fan. Who is a Chris? Tweet at us. At Dynasty Nerds, if you're a Chris Johnson fan, anybody, if any of you are out there, tweet at me, uh, please, at Dynasty Rich, and let's discuss and explain to me why you like Chris Johnson and why he he is a viable starter or why you would even trade for him. Or I bet no one shoots you a message. <laughs> out of the, out of the two thousand out of the two thousand people listening right now, I want I want somebody just one person to reach out to me. At, please, if you have Twitter. At Dynasty Rich. If you don't have Twitter, sign up for Twitter and follow me, and then tweet at me, and I'll I'd love to have a nice uh, debate with you on Chris Johnson. So that's yeah, I, mean, I think that's another one. It's funny that we're all pretty much agreeing on these guys too. We're just crossing off our list there. Give me one, Mike. Give me somebody. What 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 fan club are you of the haters? Well, let's talk about the one like that didn't a lot of people at, tell you about Percy Harvin? Yeah, yeah right before he came on the air, I tweeted right. out they were doing this, and I got like three responses. All of them pretty much had Percy Harvin. In. What's your take on that? Uh, it's so weird because even like everything, he's such a tease. He fits your bill of white guys you hate. Right, he's hurt all the time. Absolutely, and which was weird before it was migraines, and then last year it was like injuries, and it's like, but when he plays, he's like on pace to be like NFL MVP kind of material, which is weird. Um, and I had somebody just tweet at me like during the week, like, oh, I can get this for Percy Harvin or whatever. And I'm like, no, man, keep Percy Harvin. He's he's got really good. He's got his. He's just really good when he plays. Um, when he plays. When he plays. Yeah, and then you had to wonder about the offense too. Like, is he going to be, you know, is he going to be sweet again? I I don't know. I I I lean towards not liking Percy Harvin. But what we're talking about now, I again, I don't hate Percy Harvin, and I really like his upside, and I think Russell Wilson's going to grow. Right. And. At the same time, I, I fit your bill, Mike, of the injuries, and I would not probably. I mean, he had to be really good value. I don't know what his ADP is, but for, like, to me to draft him on my dynasty team, he'd be, he had to be have really good value. Because, again, I don't, I'm with you. The only guy that I would really, that I know that I would draft for sure that has, like, injury is Rob Gronkowski. It's just cause, because when he plays, he's the best at his position. Um, and, yeah, I, I think Percy Harvin, I, I, let me put it this way. I understand why per, people would say Percy Harvin. And... If enough people thought that, I guess I would push him back. But when he does play, yeah, I mean, he's got really good value. And it's going to be interesting to see him because we didn't even really, besides the playoffs in late last season, we didn't get to see him in Seattle and how he played. So it's going to be interesting to watch him and how he produces in Seattle. But let's put it this way. I mean, who else do they have in Seattle besides Percy Harvin? I mean, that's significant. No, they don't. They really don't have anybody. Yeah, no. So, I mean, they're going to rely on him to be their number one. No, and they don't. And they don't. And at the same time, is that, you know, granted, when you have Marshawn Lynch and Christine Michael this year, I wouldn't run the ball a lot either. But 
you know, as Russell Wilson develops into an NFL QB, he's still, this is only a second season, uh, he'll get better, and maybe they will open the offense a little bit more, and maybe something will happen that running game, because I, I mean, I don't see Lynch there after this year, and then it just gives him Michael, and again, I mean, Michael has all the hype in the world, but until I see it on the field, I, again, it just, it, I mean, Christine Michael, I guess, I mean, it's something I should probably add to this list all together. Cause, I say, it sounds like you hate that guy. It just seems like he's over, like over, uh, overvalued, or nah, I don't know if that's the right word, yeah, but like, uh, just overhyped. I, I, mean, I don't you know. easily call about... this, instead of the hater episode, the overvalued episode at the same time. So, I mean, that's what we mostly mean by it. It's just guys that we think go way too high. Now, and not even way too high, just higher than they should. And Christine Michael goes, I wish I had his ADP in front of me right now, but to see like where he would go in, like, in front of other guys. And, you know, sometimes, you know, when we play Dynasty, you have to look ahead. You have to kind of project to see uh, where these guys are going to get. And you want some of those guys on your roster because those are the guys that are going to define your team. If you hit on a couple of those guys that really give you, you, you know, you take those superstars and you get that good mix and you get the Christine Michaels to go with your, you know, Monty Balls or your Eddie Lacy. And all of a sudden, Christine Michael turns into a stud and you have the two best running backs in the, in the entire fantasy football on your roster. But, yeah, Percy Harvin. When I saw the tweets, I didn't think about Percy Harvin at all. But when I saw those tweets, I was like, that makes sense. You know, I understand why a lot of people would hate Percy Harvin. You know who it is? It's probably all the people that have Percy Harvin on their roster that do it because they, they're, they're sick of seeing him on their bench. Because I remember we had a guy in our Dynasty League, uh, our, our Dynasty Nerds League, and he was in the league. He was in the startup for 10 years, and then he quit the league two years ago because he hated his team that much. He literally, he's like, you know, I'm sick of, you know, guys like Percy Harvin and Hakeem Nicks and like everybody on his roster just kept getting hurt. Like all his stars were hurt and they're all hype guys that just got hurt. He, it, was, it was literally a lit, he had a stern lineup of a list of guys that Mike would not draft because they were hurt all the time. And Percy Harvin definitely fits that bill. Um, I got a guy on my list too, Mike. It's a guy that we talked about last week as our sleeper under the radar guy. And, you know, I let you talk me up on him and I after letting it marinate for a little bit week, I still really can't completely buy in. That's Torrey Smith. Uh, you know, he has an ADP of 46. He's somebody I would just not draft. And just like we talked last year, like, you know, like last week we talked about, you know, this is his third season coming in. You know, he has three years under his belt. Um, you know, it's 2000. Oh, it's his fourth season. Yeah, his fourth season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, in 2011, 2012, he had, he had 841 yards, 855 yards, 50 catches, 49 catches. Took a big step forward last year when there was absolutely nobody else there with 65 catches and 11.28 in yardage. And, you know, he's really shed, you know, Roto World even came out there and said that he's shedding that one-trick pony uh, act of his. And his, his route running's growing, too. And, you know, that's all fine and dandy. And, yeah, he's really looking like he's starting to grow and come into his own. And he is the number one in Baltimore. But, again, I mean, there's guys like Jordan Matthews and Justin Hunter and Jordan, Jeremy Macklin that I would rather uh, – have on my team than Torrey Smith. He's just one of those guys that a lot of people like, and I actually drafted him his rookie year, and I traded him uh, for a first-round pick this year uh, before last year's draft because I just I, I wanted to sell, sell Torrey Smith high, and I felt like a first-round pick was really good value for him because, again, I just believe he is a low-end wide receiver two, high-end like wide receiver three, wide receiver three kind of guy on my roster. I don't ever see, like, I just don't see Baltimore throwing for a lot of touchdowns, and I think that kind of hurts him as well. I mean, I see where you're coming from because, like, for example, the first three years or his first two years, I try to actively, like, make deals left and right to acquire Torrey Smith. 
And like now I'm down on them just like everyone else, you know, like I'm borderline, like I've just had enough of them. But when we were talking about the sleeper episode, I was thinking like a guy that has the possibility of turning, he could just be one of those guys that could turn around being on the contract year. When we did break down the stats, it is like, dude, statistically every year he has gotten a little bit better, but not where he should be uh, based on like the hype surrounding him. He should be better. So yes. like you're disappointed in his production. Um, and so like at the same time where I'm like, ah, dude, I, I'm kind of on the same fan. I'm on both sides, I guess, of the fence. And that's just not a good way to be. But I see where you're coming from. But at the same time, I can see him turning it around. He's not absolutely terrible. And I think he could He's your sleeper. He's my guy that I just, again, I'm just, again, where I'm, I, I'm definitely taking what you told me last week and those sleeper stats. And I, and I, like I said last week, if Mike's telling me this and the stats he gave me, and you, you listen to last week's episode, I believe him. And I think, yeah, I think Torrey Smith is kind of a sleeper. Like you can I'm just see not it, buying. right? You can see, I can see it. Right. I'm just not buying. But I'm not yeah. a huge Flacco fan. I'm not a right. huge. He's just Smith been, fan. he's been disappoint, disappointing for what, like if we were doing this podcast three years ago i think we would have really liked tory smith coming in a lot i think i maybe. didn't like Not tory you. smith coming yeah. in. all right except for <laughs> you wasn't huge, I mean, all right maybe I me them, i would have really <laughs> liked him a lot we we'd all like him okay <laughs> maybe rich i would like okay, him i like him uh again we're, we're talking upside and like you know like potential i just i don't see his kind of like a randall cobb how we see him as like a wide receiver two i see Torrey Smith is like a wide receiver three, a very, very good wide receiver three, but he's not being drafted as a wide receiver three. At, you know, with a 46 ADP, third round, you know, late third round, fourth round pick, you know, he's being drafted to be your wide receiver two. And I just don't, I don't like him as your wide receiver two. Again, if, you're, if we're going on upside, I'm taking somebody like Justin Hunter. Right. Like the only, I guess the, the way that I can put it the best is if, if you're a championship team and Torrey Smith is on your team, he, He's your wide receiver three, not your wide receiver two. I mean, yeah, wide receiver three, wide receiver four. Right, exactly. And championship team at Brown. So that's the way I see it. I don't like where he's getting drafted either. Yeah, again, it's, it's just more, my, my hate, I guess my, I'm really hating on ADP here more than anything. Cause right. Would I draft Torrey Smith? Heck yeah, I would if he was available in the eighth round. <laughs> Somewhere around there. It's all relative. Now, Chris Johnson, I don't care what round he's in. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, well, I can't say no, because if he's there in the 20th round, you know, I'll take him as running back number 10 on my dynasty team. I, I can take him there. <laughs> Get in there, kid. Everybody else is dead. So, uh, yeah, I mean, those are, those are some. Another another guy, uh, I'm just going to close out my list. I don't have a light. Again, this is no reason. I just, I'm not a big Colin Kaepernick fan, man. Uh, I know this is his second year going to the full offense, and I know he's a dual threat running back, quarterback. And I, do I, I think he has a good enough arm, and I think he can. I think he will be good. He's got a cool theme song. <laughs> What's his theme song? I'm the man, I'm the man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I, he's just one of those guys. He's actually, he's actually a guy I think will be good. I would never, ever draft on any one of my teams. I don't, I, I, I don't really go out of my way to draft him in any of my leagues, but I, I would if it, if it was right. I don't think he's like a bad quarterback. No, I'm not anti-Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah see, I'd, rather, I'd rather take the guys that go way at, like he has a 94 ADP. I'd be happy. Like Philip Rivers has ADP of one sixty nine, which is, you know, almost twice as late as him. And I'd much rather have Philip Rivers than Colin Kaepernick, which is weird. I hate even Philip like Rivers. even like Big Ben. I would like who has one sixty four. I like Big Ben 
you know, do I think again Kaepernick's I younger? Hate, he's I more. Hate big ben. He's I hate Big more Ben outside. too. Yeah. Uh, I would rather have Kaepernick. You guys hate Johnny them. Football? Don't you blasphemize on my show? <laughs> Don't you do it? Don't you do it? All right. I hate Jake Locker. How about that? I hate Jake Locker too. Does anybody like Jake Locker? Again, tweet no, at some me. Pe- at <laughs> some some people like are Jake saying Locker. Jake Locker. Yeah. I just saw it on like Sports Center. Someone was like was saying that Jake Locker was going to be good this year. I don't people got to be. They're off their rocker. Was that Stevie Locker? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, crazy. So he's on your list of somebody. He's on Jake. Yeah, Jake Locker's on my hater list. I mean, I that just, guy's been overrated since. I mean, college. Since, yeah, since college, college he was, he was overrated. overrated. He was yeah, supposed to be so sweet, and he didn't put up any numbers. I don't even know how that guy was a first he's not very round accurate. pick. No, no he can't. You're right. He's not accurate. He's like a running back out there just throwing the ball. Right. Yeah. You know, I, you know how many dynasty startups I see and Jake Locker doesn't even get drafted? I guess if you're in Some people are hyping league. him. I don't know. I, I, I hate him. I put him on my list. Yeah. I, well, I agree with you. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like him either. He's just so like, to me, he's just so irrelevant. I don't even think of <laughs> I hate it, him so much. I can't put him. Well, on yeah, I like. I didn't. I when I was looking at my the QB list that I have, it was like I hate Jake Locker, but no one will care about him. But I, since I you almost, brought up his yeah, name, it's yeah. like yeah, I hate that. I guy. almost didn't put him on the list for that very reason, but I feel like he gets some sneaky hype every once in a while. So I was like, you know, throw him up. And I I can see somebody like the, you know like somebody has loved Washington and just happened to be a Titans fan too. And like you know what, they, everybody's gonna be so surprised this year when don't buy into when the he comes hype. in and. Nate Washington's have a way better year. Uh, Tiffin and Justin Hunter's going to be finally explode. And Bishop Sankey's going to do great. I, yeah, I'm not buying it. I mean, I'm not buying it at all. I think, I think they're going to draft QB next year. On a related note, I also don't like Delaney Walker. Who? Delaney Walker. <laughs> I have him on, the, on our dynasty team. Uh, who? What? Uh, I have Delaney Walker. On your dynasty team? Yeah. Do you like him? I picked him up on the waiver wire. Well, so I like him that way. Well, he's on the waiver wire to begin with. So right, yeah, you know, for a waiver wire guy, I liked him. Give me, uh, give me, let's, uh, now too. let's get another, let's, let's talk about another guy. Anybody, anybody have another relevant guy here? Uh, I'll get, I'll just go big time just because I know I'll catch a lot of flag. I don't like Nick Foles. I don't like him. And I know everyone's like, hey, Nick Foles is so good. I, I just, I need to see more out of him. Everyone is high, like, on those, if you look at those lists, he is so high up on people's. I like Nick Foles. Yeah, I just. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> I do. I like him a lot. He, he put I think up, it's to be a stud. And it, he had I, the best year of his life, and I just cannot, for the life of me, see and can't see a repeat. I just, I, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't, yeah. and I'm sure I'm I'll probably get blasted. I, for whatever reason, Napoleon Dynamite. Is I, you don't like him? I, I, it might be. I just don't like him. I would rather have Colin Kaepernick than Nick Foles. Was it the 27 touchdowns or the two interceptions? Right, that that seems like. like, (laughs) No, I get that. I know that sounds ridiculous, but everyone's going to act like when you do, when you have that touchdown interception ratio, people are going to be like thinking that they're getting the next like Aaron Rodgers or Peyton Manning, something just disgusting. I just don't think he's going to be that good. You're not alone. I see tons of like pundit, like, you know, guys that are in our uh, business. Say the same thing. Like I, I still, I can't remember. I wish I could remember who it was. They just tweeted out not too long ago. Like I still can't see Nick Foles as the guy that Chip Kelly, you know, puts his coaching legacy on. Which is weird because I do. Like I just see, I, I see. I think Nick Foles. He's one of those guys that say, "Hey, like when it comes to redraft leagues, like I'm not taking a taking a QB high because I want to. I could wait till the seventh, eighth round and take somebody like a Nick Foles and be really happy with it. Who can come out and be one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL and I mean, again, again, I guess that's just, you know, it's only a one-year showing, 
but I really liked what I saw. Like if I came away, if I was doing a dynasty re- or a dynasty startup, and I Nick Foles was my quarterback, have I would be so nervous. Like oh god, I gotta have to address that quarterback position, or I better have a good backup. Hey, maybe next year I'll if he has another good year, I'll be the first one to be like, oh, I was wrong, dude. He's good, but I just am not buying it. I could I could totally see a big step back this coming up year. I feel like as Browns fans, we are uniquely qualified to be able to notice a crappy quarterback. Right. See one, and I just don't think he is. All right. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I, I see him, when I see him, he looks like a functioning NFL quarterback, which is something we haven't had in Cleveland. Yeah, the only team that I've ever watched pretty much every single, literally every single snap of is the Cleveland Browns, and I have seen a lot of bad quarterback play. Right. I'm not saying he's bad. Think, I'm just I saying think... I don't see 27 touchdowns I, and two no, interceptions and I, and I get again. That. I mean, those, those yeah, that's all I'm saying. Up. I mean, I'm not saying that like he's horrible, like he like Jake Locker or something like that. I just don't think that he is going to be as good as I think other people think that he's going to be good. Right. I mean, I think he he did that in only 13 games, so he'll probably have 35 <laughs> right. touchdowns, <And> three <laughs> interceptions. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, it could I mean, it could very well be, and if it isn't, hey, so be it. I just something about him. I don't like and I him. See and that I, too, I at the see same a time step back. Where if Mike said, "Oh, I took him," I'd be somewhat nervous. You only have that one year, and I want to back him up, which might be. I'd be like a smart move at the same time. And two out of three of us like Nick Foles. And I, Mike, I could definitely say I know from talking to other people out there that you're not alone on a Nick Foles uh, train of being wearisome. So me, I, and me and Matt. I mean, I'm I'm a total believer. Again, I could be totally wrong. I mean, he can come in and, I mean, obviously, if you're not on the same page with Chip Kelly, we saw what happened to Sean Jackson. So if something happens, I mean, see you later, Nick. You know? Seems like they keep... You and Uncle Rico are going, going to throw passes elsewhere. Right. We got to tweet out that picture that I I put up, like, uh, of Nick Foles and Napoleon Dynamite side by side. Oh, yeah, when his first game. Yeah. Nick Foles' first game, like, this guy coming in for Philly, Nick... Well, I mean, it's not like we didn't know who he was, but Nick Foles and Matt tweeted out a picture of him and Napoleon Dynamite standing right next to each other. It literally looks like twins. Isn't it kind of weird, though, too? Like, the Eagles always are messing with quarterbacks, drafting quarterbacks high, bringing in. Like, I, I just feel like they're never, like, they're kind of almost telling you they're not completely sold either. Right? No? I mean, they drafted, uh, uh, God, what the heck's his name? Matt Barkley real high. Yeah, yeah, but that guy's terrible. Barkley. Right. I, I, I get the boy. He was a high pick, right? What, what was it? Wasn't he like a second no. or third round pick? No, oh, now now a second and third round pick's not high? <laughs> I mean, well, what high. the heck, man? <laughs> it is high, but... Yeah, I, but he's terrible. Oh, well, yeah. he is terrible. No, but I like, what like, I'm saying. Like, hey, we might, you know... They aren't completely Some other guys, some of these other rookie quarterbacks that got drafted in the second and third round this year were like, oh, they got drafted in the second and third round. They got a chance. Yeah, they drafted Barkley not knowing really what Foles was going to do in in Chip Kelly's system. And after a year of seeing what what Nick Foles can do in that system, they didn't draft another guy this year in the second round. You know what I'm saying? So. All right. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll talk next year. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So be next yeah, year, yeah. we'll talk week eight about yeah. Nick Foles. Yeah, right. I can't wait to. Oh, I can't. Wait. We're so Nick close. Nick Foles man. is so good. We're <laughs> we're only, you know training camps open uh up this week. It's a glorious week. I can't wait to like, you know, we have these like you know we did a lot of rookie get you guys ready for your rookie draft episodes and you know this week we're doing the hater episode. Next week we're gonna do guys that we like, you know the backups that we like a lot. Uh, but after that, it's gonna be really nice to actually get in there and start talking. You know. 
look at what we see in preseason games, what we're hearing out of training camp, uh, and getting ready for the season. And, I, and I, I'm really excited about that. And, you know, you guys got to make sure you're getting on DynastyNerd.com to make sure uh, you're staying up to date with our articles that we update weekly, the rankings. Uh, we just updated our top 200 uh, not too long ago. We will be doing re-updating our rookie rankings here within the next week and our overall rankings within the next week. And, you know, I, I'm really happy. There's a lot of good articles we've had come out this summer that really get you ready for the season and a dynasty overall. And, you know, again, dynastynerds.com. Uh, make sure you get on there. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter to help you out with you know any trade questions, any dynasty talk, or just a chit chat about fans football together because we love it. Um, you know, you can hit me up on Twitter anytime. You can follow me at and talk to me at Dynasty Rich. I'm at Dynasty Matt. At Dynasty Nerd Mike. And uh, again, those are guys that we hate that you guys love. And if you guys agree with us, hey, we like your style. And if you don't, hey, it's, it's always it's always good to agree to disagree at the same time. You know. So uh, until then, we'll talk to you next week. You guys enjoy your day. All right. Thanks, guys. Later. Ready, set, Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. Make sure to check us out at DynastyNerds.com for up-to-date Dynasty insight. And follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Nerds.